Thanks for tuning in to the Renew Life Church Lubbock podcast today. We hope this message encourages you as you allow God's word and his presence to change your life. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Doing all right? Can we give our worship team just a big hand clap this morning for doing such a great job? Amazing time. Um, I even had to get get in on that uh, that little ministry time prayer. My eyes have been bothering me quite a bit. So I, I'm not afraid to raise my hand and have people lay hands on me. I, I believe that uh, God even wants to heal the pastor. Come on, somebody, right? <laughs> um, well, welcome to, welcome to Renew Life. My name's Keith. I'm the campus pastor here. And uh, if you are a first-time guest, we're so excited that you're here today, today with us. In fact, um, church, why don't we just give them a big hand clap for being with us today. Welcome them here. Yeah, thanks, thanks for being here and just uh, getting into the presence of God with us, joining this body. Um, you know, for those of you who've been coming for some time, you realize that, you know, we, we have a schedule, we have an agenda, um, we have some things that we want to do, but more than anything else, we are after him. We are after what he wants to do in this service. We are after what he is saying, what he is on, what he is doing. This is why we spend time in between songs and some spontaneous worship. Um, this is why we don't rush out of, you know, we don't necessarily always have the smoothest transitions where we're fading out one song right back into the next one real nice and, I'm not gonna use that word, real nice and smooth. Um, y'all don't even know the word I'm using, so don't even worry about it. Um, but like, we, we, we kind of, we just desire to, to sit and to linger sometimes and just to rest in just the fact that God was so faithful to show up. Uh, let's just not move past that for just a moment this morning. Isn't it amazing that when two or more are gathered in his name, he shows up? I hope that you're thankful today that God's actually here. Hope you believe today that he is actually, his presence is here. He's here, and can I just tell you this? When God comes, he's there for a reason. When God comes into the room, he comes for a reason. I don't care, I, we were even praying over you today um, in our pre-service meeting with all the worship leaders and just kind of the staff and everybody. I was, I was praying that whatever need you, you walked in, whatever, whatever want you came in, desire, whatever you needed God to do for you today, that he would meet your need. He's so big that he can meet every single need in this room all at the same time. No matter how different they are, no matter how big they are, how small they are, that's why I raised my hand for ministry time. I'm not dealing with any blindness or anything like that. You know what I'm dealing with? Allergies. My eyes are absolutely going crazy. I, Lord, you can, heal, you can heal me if, that, if that's a small thing. I don't care. Your, your, your blood bought and paid for my 100% wholeness and healing. Someone say amen. Amen. So, I just want you to know today that, um, that he's here for you, uh, that he's here to meet you, that he, uh, that he wants to, to answer that, that want, that desire, that prayer on the inside of you. Um, so yeah, just open up yourself and let him do it. Uh, today, I want, to, I want to jump into our, our message topic, and it's going to be um, a little bit, little bit practical today. Um, actually, it's going to be very, very practical today, um, but I think it's also very timely. Um, because today I want to talk to you about establishing healthy rhythms in your life. Establishing healthy rhythms in your life. You may be wondering, what do I mean by healthy rhythms? When I talk about healthy rhythms today, I'm talking about 
these, the principles and the ways of God and the ways of the kingdom that we can incorporate into our life that will bring health to our spirit, soul, and our body. How many know we are a three-part being? We are a spirit, we have a soul, we live in a body. Just like God is a three-part being, us being created in his image, we have a spirit, we are a spirit, we have a soul that is our mind, our will, our emotions. It's probably, um, as, you, as you look on the inside, it's, you would say this is just the, the inner you that is your soul. And then we have this, this physical body. And I believe God has given us things in his word and, and principles in his, in, in his scripture that actually enable us uh, not only to, it doesn't only just bring health to our spirit, soul, and body, it enables us to, to remain and to abide in, in health in every single area of our life. You know, here we are, we're all about to jump into the school year, right? I mean, even if you don't have kids in school, um, even if you, you don't have kids at all, um, maybe you're here and you're going to jump into college or whatever else. The, the thing is, is that life kind of, I don't know if you notice this, life kind of revolves around the school year. Have you noticed that? It's just when, we, when everybody's kind of going back, guess what? Things are about to get crazy. I don't mean to depress you this morning, but summer is over. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Summer, I know, I don't even want to admit it. I'm just saying this by faith. Summer is over. We're we're, we're actually, we're moving into the fall. We're moving into sports. And and someone say amen for football. Football is coming back in Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Uh, We've got got all the things that are about to start happening. We're about to start, you you are about to start establishing a schedule a routine. Come on, another amen for our kids finally getting out of our house and back into the school. Thank the Lord for that. But we're all about to start kind of establishing some some schedules and some routines. And my question to you today is, have you considered God in all of it? Have you considered the things of the kingdom when it comes to establishing and getting a routine and schedule together. Here, you know, here's what I figured out about life. If, if you don't run your life, life will run you. If you don't have some intentionality about what you want to go after and, what, and some of the things that you want to place in your life, I've lived long enough to understand this, this whole thing, this whole thing called life. We'll just get going and, and we'll, we'll look up and life will be happening to us instead of us happening to life. I believe one of the ways that we can kind of fight that, that we can combat um, kind of life, the curveballs it tends to throw at us, is by us actually establishing healthy, godly rhythms in our life. If you have your Bible today, open up to to, uh, 3 John chapter 2. 3 John chapter 2. Before we read that, that scripture today, um, you know, simply put, today I want to prepare you. Today I just want, I want to get you ready. I kind of uh, feel like the Lord shared it with me this way. He said, if we don't set boundaries, priorities, or rhythms in our life, what we do is we offer up our spirit, soul, and body to be more influenced by the ways of the world instead of the ways of the kingdom. 
Can I read that one more time? It was kind of a long run on sentence. So let me, let me, let me try one more time. He said, if we don't set boundaries, priorities, rhythms, godly rhythms in our life, what we do is we offer up our spirit, soul, and body to be more influenced by the ways of the world instead of the ways of the kingdom. Third John chapter two, this is John, the apostle John. He was writing to his friend named Gaius. And he said an interesting statement here. It's a really, really short scripture, but look at what he says. He says, beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. Let me read it to you in the Amplified. It says it this way, beloved, I pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically, just as I know your soul prospers spiritually. What, what, why do I bring up this scripture? What we see in 3 John chapter 2 is we see that there is more to our life than just our spiritual walk. Are you hearing me today? Back there in this, this section over here. Y'all hearing me? There, there, there you are. God is, 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 uh, is concerned about every part of your being. Just like John was concerned with his friend Gaius and wanted him, he, he, he made this statement and it was, a, it was actually a, it was a letter that was written to him and it was actually like a prayer or a declaration spoken over him. And his prayer was, I, I, I'm believing that you would prosper in health and in, in, in soul health and physical health, just like you are prospering spiritually. See what this scripture tells me is that we can actually be healthy spiritually and unhealthy physically. We can be healthy in our soul and unhealthy in our spirit. And what God desires for all of us is that we're healthy in every single part of our being. So today I wanna to title the message, Healthy Rhythms, Healthy Rhythms. Would you pray with me? Yeah, Jesus, we thank you for your word. Um, we thank you that you are the word. <laughs> And that this word is alive, that it's powerful, that it's sharper than any two-edged sword. And today, as believers, as followers of you, Jesus, we open up. We open up our soul. We open up our mind, our will, our emotions, our heart to you. And we say, come and have your way in us. We pray today that your word would sink deep, that it would land. We, we say today we have good soil for it to land on. We will do what you, you tell us to do, God. We will follow after your ways. Yeah, and Holy Spirit, we invite you into this, in this time of the message. We ask that you would just lead and that you would guide us into all truth today. Yeah, we pray it in Jesus' name. If you agree, say amen. Amen, amen. How many of you have ever found yourself in a funk before? Anybody ever found yourself in a funk? Did you, did you notice that you just, a lot of times we'll just wake up and the funk will be there? Like, have you ever gone looking for the funk? Nobody goes looking for the funk, but the funk comes looking for you, right? Like, it, it, it's, it's, kind of a, um, it's kind of a weird thing about our, our soul, an interesting thing about this thing that we call our soul. It, it seems to be easily affected by the, by the day in, day out things that we go through in life. <clears throat> I don't know if you've noticed that. Woo! <clears throat> that's not the Lord, that's my voice going out. Hold on. <clears throat> talk awkwardly to each other. <clears throat> All right, first time for everything. Hello, golly. 
Just a little water. All right. <clears throat> but we see that, um, I don't know what we see. I don't know what I was talking about. Um, <clears throat> we, uh, th- this soul, our soul picks up on just different things that we go through in, in, in our day and in our week. It, if I could say it this way, it's like our soul has a mind of its own. It's like it just, it kind of functions whether we want it to or not. <clears throat> you know, I remember um, me and Natalie's, uh, our, our oldest son, Jackson, uh, when he was about five or six, um, he just started having these, these bad days. And um, they would just kind of come and go. He'd be good for a little bit, and then all of a sudden, he, it was just like, he would, it, there would, a lot of discipline was needed to take place. Um, he would just start acting extremely bad. And, and it got to the point where it, it was, me and Natalie figured out, it was like something was happening to him. It wasn't just that it was like, oh, well, it's a five-year-old. He just has off days. No, it, it was more than that. It was like he was going through something or something was, was happening to him and causing him to actually act a certain way. So um, we were kind of, we kept talking about it. We just couldn't figure it out. And we know now the Holy Spirit began to reveal um, to, to Natalie that um, it actually had to do with the TV he was watching. Now, we weren't letting him watch just any old show or he wasn't watching anything bad, but Natalie, just, she, she's like, I don't know why, but I feel like the reason he's responding, he's acting the way that he's acting, it, it has something to do with, with, with watching TV. And I was like, of course, I'm a man. I'm like, what's wrong with watching TV, right? How could there, there be anything wrong with, with, with watching TV? But we, we just, we, we kind of like, okay, Lord, if, if this is you, let's just, let's just figure it out. Let's just experiment a little bit. And so we just begin to cut back on the shows that he would watch, the amount of time. We even cut back just, we just cold turkey, like no TV at all. And we just sent him outside to just go play. And you'd be amazed at what happened it was, it was like a, a light switch. It was like he stepped out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, okay? He, he, his mood and everything completely changed. He became a whole another person. You know this if you have boys. God put uh, something in their DNA. They just need to be outside. You know what he needed? He needed to just get into the sun, he just needed just to play with a little bit of dirt and just to get dirty. That is, that's what he actually needed to become healthy. You know what he didn't need? He didn't need a family Bible study. Let me, let me finish where I'm going here for a second before you get really mad at me. <clears throat> he didn't need dad to come and pray over him more. He didn't need mom to, to, to walk him through two Bible stories at night instead of one. What he needed, he needed something that would, fit, that, that would feed his soul and his body, not necessarily his spirit. See, I give you that example today because I think as believers, as followers of Jesus, like I said, our soul begins to pick up on a lot of things when we go through life. We can find ourselves in a funk. We can wake up anxious, fearful. We get depressed. Um, the, the, the list just goes on and on. We're, we're uneasy. Some days we just go through life and we don't feel anything. And we have all these questions running through our mind of why am I feeling this way? Why am I going through this? And you know what the majority of believers do because you're just like me? We always address it as a spiritual issue. The first place that we go, 
is there must be something wrong with me spiritually. Here's what we think. Well, you know, I've really been dealing with that sin. Maybe this is why I feel this way. Well, well, you know, I missed two weeks of church. That's probably why I'm in this funk. Oh, well, I feel far away from God. That's probably why I feel anxious. Are you following me today? Is anybody else a real person out there like me? As believers, for some reason, we have this tendency to go full-blown 100%. Everything that we're dealing with is a spiritual issue. And my point to you today is that sometimes all you need to do is just get a little sun and play in a little dirt. You see, sometimes the reason that you are, you are anxious is because you drink too much coffee. It ain't some hidden sin that you have deep down or something bad happened to you way back when in your heart and, and, and all these bad things happen. It, you know what? It ain't a demon. It's coffee. <laughs> now, I, let me just kind of say, you know, that very many, there are very many times in life where we're going through something and it is a spiritual issue. Their spiritual warfare is a real thing. There are principalities, rulers of darkness that we are up against. All that is true. But can I tell you this? You also live in a physical world. And sometimes the answer that you need is not found in the next prayer meeting or the next Bible verse. It's actually found in a really good meal with some good friends. You know, I've discovered this in life. Even those things, they're more spiritual than you would ever think. God is in everything. I'll say it again. God is in everything. You can, everything that is created today, he was the author of it. This is why you, you, you gentlemen out there, you love to get on that golf course or you love to get in the woods and go hunting or you love to go to the mountains and go skiing and snowboarding or you love to get on that basketball court and get sweaty with a bunch of guys. You wanna know why? Because God is actually in all of that more than you could ever even imagine. And my point to you today is, is that sometimes it's not about us going to the next Bible study or going to church or listening to more podcasts. Sometimes we just need to incorporate some healthy rhythms in our life and you'd be surprised what would happen to you. I, uh, I remember, you look back at 3 John chapter two, I believe that this is what John was trying to get across. He was saying, hey, I want you to do good spiritually, but I also want you to do good physically. I also want you to prosper and succeed in your soul. I began to think of some examples as I was preparing, you know, this message. And uh, I, the Holy Spirit's just funny. Well, I'll just put it that way. But he, he, uh, he brought up 1 Corinthians chapter 7. I want us to read that today. It, it, it loosely ties into the message. It's just an example of, of uh, just some of the things that God uses to help us that just aren't necessarily spiritual. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 8, <clears throat> it says, To the unmarried and the widows, if you're out there, say amen. Say it louder so the person next to you who's single can hear you. <clears throat> to the unmarried and the widows, I say that it is good for them to remain single as I am. But if they cannot exercise self-control, they should marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. You know what's interesting about this scripture? You know what's interesting about what Paul says to the church? 
He didn't say, hey, if you're, if, you're, if you're not married and you're a widow and you're burning with passion, I want you to lean more into the Holy Spirit. You know, self-control is a fruit of the Spirit. And so you must not be living by the Spirit. You need to get rid of the flesh and, and lean more into the Spirit. I'd like, you know, if, if that's you and you're burning with passion, you know, he doesn't say go take a cold shower. <laughs> you know what he says? He gives you something, he gives you something really, really practical. He says, get married. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm feeling this. I don't know if y'all are feeling it, but <laughs> this, is, this is preaching to me, okay? It's like, oh, okay. So you're telling me there's just something practical, real, real life that I can do that would actually even help me bring health to my body and even help me spiritually. It's not a spiritual answer. It's a practical wisdom. You see, there are things just like this that we find in our life that will help us. And what's amazing about this, and I'm not gonna get too, too far into this today, but what I find <clears throat> is that many believers, we, we walk around, we're, we're frustrated because of the way that we feel, because of the way that we're thinking, but what's more frustrating for us is we don't actually know how to get out of it. We don't know how we got there. We don't know how to get out of it. And can I just say, if you'll incorporate healthy rhythms in your life, you know what it actually enables you to do? It enables you, to, uh, enables you the ability to identify what's actually bothering you. You see, it's kind of like the process of elimination. If you're spending time with God and you're hanging out with friends and your, your soul is full and you're taking care of your body, uh, you know what you can do? If you feel off in your soul, a lot of times you can just look at that thing coming at you like, oh, I know what that is. That has nothing to do with me. That's actually a spirit attacking me. Are you following me today? You see, it actually, when, when, we, when we get a... Um, uh, a base level, a foundation, when we become stable and incorporate healthy rhythms in our life, it actually gives us the ability to understand what's happening to us, what's going on in this soul of ours, and it actually enables us to actually conquer life, to, to be victorious. First Thessalonians chapter five says this. It says, now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful, and he will surely do it. Today, I want to give you, um, I want to give you some healthy rhythms. Um, I'm going to give you five healthy rhythms today that you can incorporate into your life as you're, as you're stepping into this, this season of maybe busyness or, or kind of whatever you're, you're stepping into I believe that these, these five rhythms, they apply to every person in every season. Are you hearing me today? They apply to every person in every season. These are not my healthy rhythms. These are healthy rhythms that God placed in Scripture for us to kind of incorporate and follow. And so the first, the first one I want to I talk to you about is um, just, number one, alone time with God. Alone time with God. I know I've been talking to you a lot about doing things that aren't spiritual, but I have to say that if this one is missing in your life, nothing else will work. Let me say it over here. If this one is missing in your life, nothing else will work. Your intimacy and your relationship with God is the most important thing that you can do. What am I talking about? I'm talking about prayer. I'm talking about reading the Bible. I'm talking about worship. 
I'm talking about you having a conversation with him, spending time with him alone, just you and him. What, what do we see in scripture? We see Jesus separating himself multiple times in his life, right? What, what, what do we find in scripture? We read and it's like Jesus got away to the mountains to pray. Jesus woke up early to go pray. What, what, what do we see here? We see Jesus incorporating the most healthy rhythm that you can possibly put into your life and that's actually spending time with the Father. I've learned this throughout, through, through so much experience in my life. If this is off, everything in my life is off. My relationships are off. My kindness is off. My mercy is off. My husband is off. My dad is off. If I don't have him, all of it just kind of is, it's just, it's just off. And I'm going to, I want to say this to you because I would want a pastor to say this to me. You have no excuse not to spend time with him. Are there seasons in your life where it changes and it looks different? Yes. For, for those moms out there and you have little bitties, you know what your time alone with God looks like? Read one scripture and fall asleep because that's what you need the most. I'm not judging your time with him. I'm saying it's worth it. <laughs> it's everything. It starts with just alone time with God. That's one healthy rhythm. Number two, a second healthy rhythm you can incorporate in your life, rest. Rest. I'm talking about two things here. I'm talking about sleeping and I'm talking about Sabbathing. How many of you know about the Sabbath, right? Many of you know. Can I read some scripture to you? Exodus chapter 20. It says this, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord, your God. On it, you shall not do any work. Come on, somebody just say amen to that. I like this scripture. You should like this scripture. God has given you the, the, the best excuse for you to do absolutely nothing. And not just you, look at what he says. Your daughter doesn't need to work. Your son doesn't need to work. Your male servant, your female servant. Wish we still had those. That'd be awesome to help, help me. Oh yeah, those are my kids. That's what they do. Son, mow the lawn. That's it. <clears throat> like none of that, nobody in the household needs to work. I want, you to, I want you to think about this. This is one of the 10 commandments. God got 10 things because he knew he couldn't remember 11. So he chose 10 things. He had to narrow all the things in life down to 10 things. And guess what made the, le the list? Rest. Hear me today, whether you believe it or not, you need rest. You need a day to do nothing. You need a day to do nothing. You say, well, I'll run a business. Okay, figure out a way for someone else to do the something so you can do nothing. I, so, I strongly believe in the Sabbath. So much so you see in scripture, guess what? Guess when man, and, man was made? He was made on the sixth day. Guess what his first day was? A day of rest. All throughout scripture, we see rest is, is key to our living. It is key to our health. And I'll tell you this, if we don't have this healthy rhythm actually at place in our life, it can throw all kinds of things off.
You wanna know why you have no fruits in, uh, fruits of the Spirit working in your life? It's because you get five hours of sleep a night. <laughs> right? <clears throat> it's not that complicated. Get, you need to get seven to eight hours. I told you I'm gonna get really, really practical with you. But I want you, I, 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 I want you to be healthy. <laughs> I want your soul and your, and your flesh and your spirit to be healthy, and it takes, it takes rest. Number three, another healthy rhythm, nutrition and exercise. Nutrition and exercise. Hear me today, if you eat good, you'll feel good. If you eat healthy, you will feel healthier. God has placed certain nutrients in certain foods, and McDonald's has placed certain nutrients in certain foods, okay? They don't feed us the same way. Now, am I saying that I, I, hear me today, I'm not, I'm not going into a ditch. I'm not going into, hey, you know, I have some friends that are vegan. I'm in no way saying everybody needs to become vegan. No, because the church would dwindle. That's what would happen if the whole, like he told me to, I'm just kidding, where are they at? I'm just giving them a hard time. <clears throat> but what is your conviction? In what ways do you want to live your life? I wanna encourage you to go after it. You know, um, studies show this, that working out regularly has been linked to fewer symptoms of anxiety and depression. <clears throat> just you lifting a little bit of weight, <clears throat> just you walking around the block, what, just you getting out in the sun, it actually eliminates, and, and you have fewer symptoms of anxiety, depression. It helps you deal with stress. It helps your mood. It helps your energy levels. You know all this. The question is, are you doing it? Are we doing it? Are we incorporating this into our life? See, I'm giving you five healthy rhythms, and guess what? I'm giving you five that will feed your spirit, your soul, and your body. I'm not saying you work out every day, but just incorporate a little bit and just see. See what happens to your mood. See what happens to your life. See what happens to your relationships. See what happens to how you treat people. See what happens to your performance in your job. All these things are actually in scripture. Um, I, didn't, I didn't write down the, uh, a scripture for this one, but it, it says that physical discipline, Paul said physical discipline has some value. Now that's all the scripture I can give you about physical. It just has some value. And all the people who don't wanna work out said amen, right? All right, I, that just means two to three days I'm good, right? <clears throat> Another healthy rhythm, and this happens to be my favorite, if you know me, I live for this, have fun. You want a, a good, healthy rhythm to incorporate into your life? Start having fun. I'm not lying to you. I literally try to do something fun every single day. You're like, every day? Yes, literally every day. Why? Because my soul needs it. <laughs> I, I believe that God actually created us to have fun. Look at Romans chapter 14. It says, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace. And here it comes, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Fun in the Holy Ghost. There, there's something that happens. Um, me, and, me and Natalie, I, I have to throw her under the bus a little bit just because so it'll be entertaining for y'all. It's fine. We'll, we'll deal with it later. I got healthy rhythms. It'll be fine. Um, <clears throat> but this is, she would admit to you, this is one of the, the areas that she struggles. Because in her mind, she says, 
why would I be having fun when I could be getting something done? And all the ladies are like, I feel you, girl. <laughs> but you need, to, you need to incorporate fun into your life because there's nothing like fun that will feed your soul. What do you like to do? I'm talking about go out to eat and get a nice steak and get a, 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 a nice red glass of wine. Yeah, I said it. And have a good time. I'm not saying get drunk. I'm not saying feed your flesh. I'm just saying go have some fun. Get with some friends. Get with some family. Go out and hit the golf ball. Go out and shoot back. Do something that actually begins to feed this soul of yours. You need something to feed your soul. Some of y'all are just mad. You need something. <laughs> need some fun in your life. <clears throat> and let me, let me just tell you this today. Don't put, don't put that fun thing on the back burner. Don't think, well, I'll do all the other things first and then I'll do that. No, put that thing up at the front. Let that be something. It, it, it really is something spiritual. It really will feed, feed your soul. I've seen it in my life. I, I don't actually even know another way to function. I mean, look at my shoes. Fun. <clears throat> just need a little fun. Look at your neighbor and say, please have fun for goodness sakes. Like, be a person, a real human being, right? <clears throat> have fun. And the last one, <clears throat> I, kind of, I kind of already hit on it, but number five, another healthy rhythm, spend time in community and friendship. Spend time in community, spend time in friendship. I know fun kind of, and all that kind of, it, it intermingles and mixes together. Psalms 133 verse one says, behold, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. can't tell you how much my friends mean to me. I can't tell you how much my community means to me. <clears throat> I find life in them. You know, if you were here for my last message about using your gift, one of the things that we all realize is that God didn't place every gift in you. He didn't place every gift in me. There's a reason for that. It's because he wanted you to go find the gift in others. And we're called to be in community. We're called to be in friendship with one another. And sometimes, can I just say it this way? Sometimes it's not about you going and locking yourself in your prayer closet and praying longer to get out of that depression or to get out of that sadness. You know what you need to do? Call a friend, have them come over and sit and eat together and just be merry. Let them bring the faith that you need. Let them bring the encouragement that you're looking for. Let them bring the strength to your life. Be okay with being vulnerable. Be okay with not being okay and saying, you know what? I can't do this on my own. I can't even do it with just me and God. I need the community and the body of Christ, the believers in my life to come and help me in my life. I'm telling you, if you'll put these five things in place, you'll be healthier than you've ever been before. If you'll put value into them and onto them, it will bring such strength, such faith to your life. You know what some of you need to stop doing? You need to stop scrolling on social media because the reason that you're depressed is because you're comparing your life to the highlight reel of everyone else. And you're not dealing with some deep, dark thing in your life. All, it's, it's real, real simple. Get off that thing and just go spend time with the people that you can see. 
the people right in front of you, the kids that are in that room next to you. Healthy Rhythms. Thanks again for listening today. If you'd like to join us in person for church, Renew Life meets every Sunday morning at the YWCA at 6501 University Avenue in Lubbock, Texas. For more information on our ministry, check out renewlifechurch.com or find us on social media. We hope to see you soon.